0: Well, praise the Lord, Pastor Michael Jake and welcome to the Sunday Sermon Series, once again, coming to you with a word for your heart and for your soul. We pray that all is well with you on this Lord's Day morning, amen. We are streaming right now live over Facebook and YouTube this morning, and we pray that you'll take time out to watch us, to, once again, to be with us and to uh, share out uh, this page uh, of the Word of God that we will be presenting, amen. Uh, forgive the look of, of the uh, podcast this morning, uh, the little... A washed out look that it has. Uh, my uh, my computer chose a fine time to update uh, this morning and something went awfully wrong. And uh, so we have to do some work in trying to uh, correct uh, this situation here, right here. Uh, but we are here and we bless all and we thank him for once again, giving us this opportunity. Uh, you can find this ministry, that's the word ministries on our uh, YouTube channel, which is That's the Word Ministries. Uh, just type in That's the Word Ministries or Pastor Michael Jenks. It'll bring you right there. And hopefully, you can become a subscriber to our channel. Amen. You can also go to our website, which is That's the And on That's the Word.org, uh, you can leave us your contact information and we'll send you out our latest uh, newsletter, letting you know what we're doing here in the ministry. Also, you can go to Spreaker.com. That is our podcast platform. If you'd like to listen in, Uh, And you go there, you'll find all the other podcasts that the Lord has allowed us to produce over the years. Amen. So we're just blessed and we're honored to be able to be in service to the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, this morning, we are going to begin a brand new series, a brand new series entitled Lessons from the Parables. Lessons from the Parables. Amen. And we're going to be looking at selected parables from the book of Luke. Now, Matthew, you find we find most of the parables uh, in the book of Uh, Matthew, actually, Uh, but some of the more memorable, if you can call them memorable, and all of them are, uh, but some of the more, the ones that we remember the most are found in uh, the book of Luke and are exclusive to the book of Luke, so we're going to be looking at uh, several of those uh, throughout the course of this particular month, and so once again, we pray that we will find encouragement, enlightenment, and once again, just power. Uh, to continue living the Christian life. Everything that we do here, remember, everything that we do and say here uh, is is tempered by uh, the cross of Jesus Christ, amen? Everything that we do has everything to do with the cross, amen? So we pray that you will join us uh, and be with us this morning as we continue in his word, amen? We're gonna get underway with a word of prayer and the word of God right after this. Lord, we are back, amen. And uh, we want to welcome uh, the Moore family uh, charity, Craig Pops, amen. And just an just an interesting note here: uh, I lived on uh, a street uh, for many years uh, uh, of my life, and I lived on and grew up on Moore Street, amen. M O O R E, amen. So uh, God bless you, Moore family. I have a special place for the for the name Moore. Uh, in my life. Amen. So, amen. God is good, and we just bless him and thank him for all that he is doing in our midst. Amen. Let's open up in a word of prayer, and we'll get right into the word of God. Amen. Lord, we bless your name. We thank you once again for giving us this opportunity to open up your word. Lord, we could do nothing at all without you, Lord Jesus, and we pray that you will continue to be with us and bless us even now as we go into your word. Lord, cause us that we uh, help us that we do no violence to your word, Lord Jesus, uh, Lord, that your word alone will be magnified. Uh, Lord, we pray that you will have your way, draw those who need to hear this word live or in the replay to this place on the worldwide web. Lord, we pray that your word will go out in power and with an anointing. Lord, have your way, bless us together right now in Jesus' name amen amen well hallelujah bless the lord we just thank him for what he is doing and today uh we are going to uh continue uh once again in our series uh god bless you debbie uh we're going to uh we're going to begin rather uh our series uh entitled lessons from the parables amen lessons from the parable and first up uh first up we're going to be talking about Uh, An individual who, on the outside, had it all together. If you would look at him and see him from a distance, or even in close up, you would say, this is somebody that has everything together. He has all the things that he needs, and he thought even within himself that he had everything that he needed. Everything was going well until a question was posed to him. Uh, And that question is posed to all of us, amen? Amen. I want to look at the book of Luke, Luke chapter number 12, and all of our parables uh, for the next several weeks are going to be coming out of the book of Luke. Luke chapter number 12, and let's start in verse number 13. Luke chapter number 12, starting in verse number 13. And we read, and one of the company said unto him, master, speak to my brother that he divide the inheritance with me. And he said unto him, man, who made me a judge or a divider over you? And he said unto them, take heed and beware of covetousness for man's life consists not in the abundance of the things which he possesses. And he spake a parable unto them saying, the ground of a certain rich man brought forth plentifully. And he thought within himself saying, what? shall I do, because I have no room where to bestow my fruits. And he said, this will I do. I will pull down my barns and build greater. And there will I bestow all my fruits and all my goods. And I will say to my soul, soul, thou hast much goods laid up for many years, Take thine ease, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said to him, thou fool, this night thy soul shall be required of thee. Then who shall those things be which thou hast provided? So is he that layeth up treasure for himself and is not rich toward God. Amen. May the Lord bless the reading of his word. And this morning, uh, I want to start off this particular series uh, with this particular word entitled, I Pledge Allegiance. Amen. I Pledge Allegiance. On this day, uh, on this day that we uh, celebrate uh, our independence, uh, that the United States, here, America, we celebrate our uh, independence Uh we we sing the song and we sang it. Uh, I sang it uh, growing up uh, in school on a daily basis. We we got together and we sang. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. We 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 say that uh, also uh, during vacation Bible school, we've we've taught the children uh, how to pledge allegiance. Uh, we, we we put up a Christian flag and we say, I pledge allegiance to the Christian flag. Uh, uh, rather, we pledge allegiance to the Bible. I'm sorry. I pledge allegiance to the Bible, God's holy word. I will make it a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. I will hide its words in my heart that I might not sin against God. So we make, we make pledges, good pledges. These are all good and fine uh, pledges. But it is very possible. It is very possible in our lives to... Pledge allegiance to the wrong thing. Now, when we look at this man, and we'll start reading here, uh, we see that Jesus didn't want to get involved in this situation. He says, what have I got to do? Why are you getting me involved in your own civil uh, situation that you have with your brother? Uh, and then he goes on uh, to have this individual and all of us to take heed, at the, because there's a warning in this. He says, beware of covetousness beware of covetousness which is a nice way to say beware of greediness beware of greediness a man's life does not consist in the abundance of what he possesses he's telling that man don't be so concerned about what you don't have or what you can receive don't be so concerned about getting more the bible talks about those who follow after money and and who uh desire to be rich that they pierce themselves through with sorrow so just because someone has money and has goods and has things does not mean that their life is going to be a number one tip top that everything's going to be fine. No, if you pursue those things, Jesus says that you will uh, that you will pierce yourself through with sorrow. There will be trouble if you pursue those things, and so he goes on and he speaks this parable, uh, which is traditionally known as the parable of the rich. Fool, (laughs) the rich fool. Yes, those who are rich are foolish if they follow down this particular pathway. He says that this man's uh, ground brought forth plentifully. Uh, He was a farmer and his his fruits and all the things that he was growing was coming up good for him. And it says here, and it says that he thought within himself, what am I going to do? what am i going to do with all that i have he looked he surveyed he said hey what am i going to do with everything that i have you see one of the ways that we find ourselves in this predicament and it was the problem of this man uh he had pride he looked out and he did not give honor to god he did not give glory to god he just looked out as nebuchadnezzar did it as nebuchadnezzar looked out over his kingdom in the book of Daniel. He looked out over his kingdom and he said, Look at the things that I have done, and look at the things that I have built. And God had to bring him down very quickly. And here we see this man following that same trend, simply saying, Look at all the things that I have done. He says, Here, what am I going to do? Because I have no room to bestow uh, my fruits. Now I want you to see here, I want you to see this collection. In verse number 18 and 19, this collection of personal pronouns. This collection of personal pronouns that he uses to describe what he's going to do. Listen to his plan. He said, this will I do. I will pull down my barns. I will build greater and there will I bestow all my fruits and my goods. Next verse. And I will say to my soul, soul, thou hast much goods laid up for many years. Take thine ease, eat, drink, and be merry. You see what he neglected to do there. Yes, eat, drink, and be merry. (laughs) But we know in scripture, Paul the Apostle adds to that particular phrase. He says, eat, drink, and be merry, for tomorrow we die. What are you preparing for death? For death. Because it's sure that we can take nothing here with us. There have been many people uh, who have attempted to bring their things with them buried with certain things now I understand the sentimental value and I understand uh the mindset of individuals when they lose somebody trust me trust me we we understand completely but once again those things those mementos uh they're, they're not going to do the individual any good I know it looks good externally on the outside but the, those things are not going to help uh the situation uh that is at hand but here here here's what it says here he says, I have this plan. I'm going to pull down what I have, and I'm going to build larger, okay? Because I don't have room for what I have. I don't have room for what I have. The second problem that this man uh, runs into, this rich fool, not only was it pride, but it was presumption. Presumption. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do the next thing. He was. He's presuming that he is going to be there. He's presuming that he's going to have the strength. He's, he's presuming that all of these things are going to happen. See, we should never count our chickens. And I'm going to say it. We should never count our chickens before they are hatched. Amen. Uh, we should never, never do that. He is jumping far ahead, far ahead. He, he is not thinking uh, properly. He says, I'm going to tear down my barns, build greater ones, and I'll bestow all my my fruits and my gifts and my goods, rather and so once again uh this man has wrong priorities that's the third thing he has wrong pride. he has pride he has presumption and he has wrong priorities all wrong and he's going to say to his soul he acknowledges his soul he actually acknowledges i have a soul But what is he doing with it? Is he preparing his soul for what is to come? Soul, you have much goods laid up for many years. Take thine ease. That's where he makes his mistake. He tells himself, he tells his soul, relax. You have need of nothing. Just eat, just drink and be merry. That was his mindset. God bless you, Sherry. God bless you. That was his mindset. I'm just going to eat. I'm going to drink. I'm going to relax. I'm going to kick back. I'm going to enjoy the fruits of my own labor. And he makes a big mistake because he is sending his soul in the wrong direction, in the absolute wrong direction. But God, but God, and and, and there, And there is where we all have to go. We all have to deal with God. But God. And it says here, but God said unto him. You fool. You fool. You're you're, you're not thinking properly. This man had pride. He had presumption. He had wrong priorities. And he had this, number four, he had this excessive possessiveness. Possessiveness. Greedy, I'm gonna tear this down. I'm gonna put more in there and I'm gonna keep accumulating possessiveness. But God says, God says, you see, you are preparing yourself for this life and not for the next life. There's another life to come. Yes, yes, you acknowledge that you have a soul, but what are you doing? Are you feeding your flesh? Or are you feeding your soul? This man was feeding his flesh. Feed me now. Feed me now. He's, he's feeding his flesh, but not his soul. And God tells him, tonight, your soul will be required of you. Tonight, I'm going to take back that which is mine. I'm going to take back that which I have loaned to you. I'm going to take it back. And when I take it back, when I receive it, what will I find? Will I find a life that has been given to me? Or will I find a life that has been given over to yourself? That is what he tells him. Tonight, your soul will be required of you. Listen, life is a vapor, it is but a vapor. What is in your own life, in our life, listen, what is your most valuable? possession your most valuable valued possession now once again you can say it's your your family and you would not be wrong in saying that it, it, your your family is 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 valuable uh all of these things are, are valuable your home uh all of these all of these material thing material things have value and, and your family is not a material thing but all of these things have value we understand that But the most important possession that you have is your soul. It's your soul. Such a car. It's not, unfortunately, it's not your family. On an external basis, as we see, yes, yes, we understand all of that is, is so absolutely important. But your soul is your most important possession. Your soul. Because it is, your soul is going to live on. Your soul is going to continue to live after. After this mortal flesh is gone. After this flesh goes back into the ground. This soul within you. That you can't see, but you know it's there. That you can't see, but you can feel it. Your soul lives on. For the child of God to be absent from the body is to be present. With the Lord. But to those who don't know the Lord, to be absent from the body (laughs) is not to be present with the Lord. Amen? And so once again, we must take careful, pay careful attention to our soul. And we must not pledge allegiance to those things that will harm us and hurt us. You see, these material possessions that this man had, they were not wrong. It's not wrong. The fruit of his labor was not wrong. It's nothing wrong with doing the things that he did, that he did. There's nothing wrong with the fruit of our hands. God has given us the strength to do, to labor, to go, uh, to, to, to buy, to get, to make. Listen, God has given us the, the, the strength uh and the ability to do these things. But when we begin to put our allegiance to pledge allegiance, this man, this man had gotten to a point where it had become an idol. All of his things, all of his stuff, they had become an idol. And we are a people that tend to make idols out of those things which we give allegiance to. Doesn't happen in every case, but it is something that can happen. We uh, make idols out of those things which we give our allegiance to. And this is what inevitably happens. And we must be very careful that we don't begin to idolize those things that we have. Don't begin to idolize the things that we have and the things that we do to get the things that we have. Amen. We need to make sure that we place everything in its proper perspective. And this is one thing that this man did not have. He didn't put everything in the proper perspective. He didn't think about his soul. He did not think about his soul. He forgot his mortality. He forgot that one day he was going to leave here. He's going to leave here. We can never forget that one day we will leave this place, this planet Earth, unless the Lord comes first. first. What will we then do? This man also, even though he gave credence to his soul, he did not give the proper care to his soul. He gave wrong advice to his soul. Thirdly, uh, this man forgot his God. He forgot his God, the greatest mistake of all. He forgot all about God in his pursuit, in his pursuit of things. He forgot God. We see nothing in any of these words spoken by this rich fool. We see nothing about God. No words concerning God, thanking him for the things that he had been able to, to acquire and to accumulate, thanking God for the strength to to get the things that he had. No mention of God at all. It was all about he, himself, and I. He, he himself, and I. It, it It was all about himself. That's all he thought about. That was all he was thinking about. That was what was most important. Now, when we give improper allegiance, when we give improper allegiance to things that ought not to be given this type of allegiance, too, it leads to four things that can happen in our life. Number one, it leads to clutter. Clutter. Too much of the wrong thing. A whole lot of this and a whole lot of that and a whole lot of... We, it's clutter. It's just so much stuff that we can accumulate. Not just And, and not just material things. We can accumulate so many other types of things. Secondly, it leads to confusion. Confusion. You see this man, what am I going to do? Am I going to put this here? Am I going to do this? What am I? It, it leads to confusion. When we when we find ourselves giving improper allegiance to things, to these things, it, it leads to confusion. Thirdly, it, it leads to carelessness. Carelessness. This man made the wrong decision. It was a decision based upon his pride, based upon his presumption, based upon his possessiveness. It was a decision based upon wrong uh, ideals, and this man was careless. He was completely careless. Finally, if you're going to, if you find yourself here uh, giving allegiance to the wrong things, pledging allegiance to these things, it finally, it's going to lead to captivity. Absolute captivity bondage. You can be led into bondage by the things that you have. You can be led into bondage and just want more and more and more. You see, the the flesh is never satisfied. The flesh always wants more. Rich is not rich enough. Power is not powerful enough. We always want more. There is no level of satisfaction when greed and covetousness is in the mix. There's not going to be a level of satisfaction. And so we have to guard against these things. What does the Bible say in Proverbs chapter number four? Uh, Guard your heart with all diligence because out of it are the issues of life. You have to guard your heart. You have to guard your life. Guard the things that you allow in your life. Guard the people that you allow to speak into your life. Guard. you must guard it with because it's so so very uh important now <clears throat> what this man did what this man did uh he thought of all of his things his, his, his things his possession you, you could call it gold he thought of he thought of his gold rather than his God forgot about his God he he be sure that you are right with God. Make sure that you are right with God. He thought of his pleasure. He thought of his own pleasure rather than the people around him. Finally, he he, he thought of ease rather than eternity. Ease over eternity. I'm happy, I'm satisfied. And you hear many in the world today uh, in the entertainment industry, they will tell you. Some of them will tell you. I've heard interviews, and I'm sure you have too. They will tell you that they 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 are happy. Uh, they will tell you that they are now in a in a good place. What does that mean? What exactly does that mean to be in a good place? I, I I know I know what it means, but what do they mean when they say they're in a good place? You see, if the place where you are is based on is based on lies and falsehood and deception. Then you're still not in a good place. But people say, Oh, I'm in a good place. I'm in a in the best place that I've been in in such a long time. And, and, and people don't realize that they are bound and that they are deceived. Some see through all of the things that they have and the things that they've accomplished. And some say, I, you know, I'm, you know, money doesn't bring happiness. Some say that they're still not happy, but they just don't know. How to get it, and so they reach out to this religion, they reach out to that religion, they reach out to this belief system. All every, listen, everything but Jesus Christ. Everything but Jesus Christ. And this is not to say that there are not those in the entertainment industry, entertainment industry that are not born again. There are. I'm sure there are more than what we know. Uh, once again, it's a difficult industry to to be saved in, but I'm sure that they are there. Amen. So once again, we must place our allegiance in the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And we said earlier, I pledge allegiance to the Bible. Jesus Christ is the centerpiece of the Bible. So there's no problem in giving your allegiance to the word of God. Listen, listen, Jesus Christ is the way, the truth and the life. And no man comes unto the father except through him. And so we must. Look to him for all of our strength, all of our power, all of our sustenance. He is the one, why? He is our life. He is our life. And if you don't, if someone uh, is watching or listening and they have all of their eggs in this basket of, look what I have and look what I've done and look what I'm about to do. And they're not and they don't mention God they don't think about God you, you, you got to think again you got to think again uh, because your life your life we repeat your life does not consist in the abundance of the things that you possess life is more life is more than getting things things it's that's not what life is about life is about getting things Jesus, be sure of your salvation. Be sure that you know the Lord. And I said, know the Lord. And when I say know the Lord, I'm not talking about religion. Religion has nothing to do with it. Religion is all about doing things and and, and doing stuff and, and going to church on Sunday and and sitting and listening and going home and still living your own life that that that's religion religion is getting caught up in in works and, and you may be involved a person may be involved in church they may be involved in a particular ministry in church and 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 but but still not born again not born again and it's a fatal mistake it's a fatal mistake that many and many will make according to scripture so we must make sure that we know the lord and not give our allegiance not give our allegiance to the wrong thing listen idols are terrible taskmasters terrible taskmasters amen an idol will tear you down an idol will bring you to a place where you just can't you, you just can't let it go you, you, you can't let it go It becomes something that you need and that you must have. And and many people are at that particular point in their life where they they are involved in things and, and the doing of things and the getting of things and the pursuit of things. And they're just going and going and running and running and doing. And it all gets tired. It gets very tired. We need to make sure. We need to make sure that we pledge our allegiance to Jesus christ amen amen uh cheyenne we are citizens of heaven first the bible says in the book of colossians uh, chapter number three seek those things which are above not things on the earth and that's what this this rich fool had done and that's what many do they 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 seek things on this earth rather than things above jesus said uh jesus said to us that we should store uh, our treasures in heaven where moth nor rust does corrupt and where thieves uh, do not break through and steal. So we don't seek those things that are here. Seek those things that are above. We are citizens of heaven. Yes, absolutely yes. We are Christ's people. Colossians chapter three, verse number four. Christ is our life he is our life so let's not make the mistake of pledging allegiance to things to stuff that does not uh build us up we pledge allegiance to the lord jesus christ we pledge allegiance to christ and him crucified that's where our allegiance goes amen he's the one who saved us He's the one who delivered us. He's the one who set us free. We're talking about and, and talking about freedom today, uh, independence. He is the one who gave us our independence. And so we give him the glory. We give him all the allegiance. An old song from years ago, from years ago, it says, I pledge allegiance to the Lamb with all my strength and with all that I am. Yes, we pledge allegiance to the Lamb, Jesus Christ. He is the one who is worthy. Amen. Let's give our allegiance to him today. Amen. Lord, we bless your name. We thank you, Lord, for your word. Lord, we thank you, Lord, for your people. Lord, what will we do without you? Lord, we thank you for your encouragement in your word today. Lord, we know that there are many today who are not free. Maybe many today who believe that they are free but Lord, we know that the enemy deceives and causes people to believe that they are in a good place. Lord, we pray that you will begin begin to open up the eyes of those who do not know you. Lord, begin to open up the eyes of those who have not yet seen you. Lord, I pray that you will have your way on this Independence Day. If you're watching, if you're listening, and you don't know the Lord, you're not free. You're not saved. There is no true independence, unless you know the Lord. And maybe you have given your allegiance to other things or maybe maybe other pursuits and maybe other people, but we need to give our allegiance to Christ and Christ alone. If you don't know the Lord today, I'm gonna pray a simple prayer that you can pray. You can pray this on your own. You can pray uh, with me even right now. There's no magic in the prayer, no magic at all. It's based upon faith. It's based upon faith and what Jesus Christ has done for you. Amen. And when you receive it, and when you take what Jesus Christ has done for you and believe it, he can save you. Amen. Pray this prayer. If you're convicted in your heart, even now, you need to be free. Dear Lord Jesus, forgive me of my sin. I thank you for dying for me. Lord, I need your freedom today. Lord, I ask you to come into my heart and save me. Lord, I believe that you died for me and you rose again. Lord, your word declares that if I confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in my heart that God has raised him from the dead, I shall be saved. Lord, I pray you will have your way in my heart even now. I thank you for what you've done in Jesus' name. Amen and amen, hallelujah. We bless the name of the Lord. Amen. God is good. God is good. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, send us an email. Uh, send us an email. You just go to our website at that'stheword.org. Go to the contact page, and you can leave us uh, a message, letting us know that you prayed uh, the prayer. Amen. So we're just we just thank the Lord for what He is doing, uh, and God is. Good. Amen. Listen, I want to thank each and every one for being with us and joining us uh, on today. Uh, God is still on the throne. Amen. God is still on the the throne. There's no confusion in the kingdom. Uh, God is at work. Even when you don't see him working, he is working. Amen. So we bless him and we honor him and we thank him for all that he is doing. I want to invite you to join us uh, on any night of the week uh, that we are here. And that is uh, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday night. Uh, beginning tomorrow night, uh, tomorrow night we are going to uh, continue uh, in our uh, look into uh, the book of Matthew, Matthew chapter number six. We are uh, we'll continue continuing rather in the Matthew chapter number six uh, uh, in the Sermon on the Mount. That's tomorrow night at seven o'clock. The line by line podcast. Amen. Also. Uh, tomorrow night we begin a brand new, a brand new uh, study series uh, entitled "The Remnant." The Remnant. We're going to be taking a biblical overview of God's end-time people. We're very excited about this particular, particular series, so I hope you can join us tomorrow, uh, Tuesday night, rather at eight o'clock. "The Remnant," a biblical overview of. God's end time people. We look forward to having a powerful time in the Word of God. Also Wednesday night, uh, don't forget that we'll still be here uh, for the uh, first principles of the Christian life. And we're talking about the glorious church. We're gonna we have some more words about the glorious church. There's so much that we can say. Uh, we won't be able to say everything because there's so much that we don't yet know. But we're going to speak on what we do know concerning the glorious church. Amen. So we look forward. Uh, to that. And also, don't forget next week, we're continuing uh, in this series, the lessons on the parable. And we'll go to another parable uh, from the book of Luke. That's next Sunday morning at 1130 a.m. Amen. Well, once again, I want to thank each and every one of us for watching. Uh, for listening on Spreaker.com That is our podcast platform We're not live there today But everything that we've said here Will be on Spreaker within a matter of hours It'll be there uh, So if you like to listen in uh, Feel free to listen in on Spreaker.com Amen They do listen in from across the United States And around the world So we just bless them uh, God bless you Craig uh, God bless you uh, Charity Craig Pops Amen Uh, And Michael, all right? And Michael, I see and Michael there. So God bless you too, Michael. Uh, God bless you, uh, Cheyenne. Uh, God bless you, Debbie. Uh, God bless you, uh, Sherry. Uh, God bless all of you. God bless you, Tracy. God bless each and every one of you. I want to thank you uh, for watching. Uh, Happy Independence Day. And we will see you hopefully tomorrow night on the Line by Line podcast, the book of Matthew chapter number six, we will continue. Amen. We'll see you then. Have a good day. God bless you. Be safe. Amen.